Hello, I'm Helen Perry. Thank you for coming. This is a Just Bloody Bite Size episode of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast, which I make for creatives who are posting about their work on the internet. Like our guest this time, a star of series one, the author and relationships expert, Natalie Liu. Wow, I loved listening back to this conversation because so much of what we spoke about then resonates now, especially if you're grappling with social media burnout or changes on Instagram. Listen to hear the truth about what is required in order to succeed on social media, but also how to separate yourself from the false expectations set for us by platforms so we can decide for ourselves what's comfortable and authentic as well as effective for us to share. I like the word authentic and make no apologies for using it if you've got a better word for something that feels as close as possible to what you truly think, believe or know, then email me. Here's Nat. There's one thing that I've learned over the last four years in particular, because my my father passed away just over four years ago when I took, it forced me to, well, you, you take time off in the immediacy of it and then I, you know, you go back And I didn't fit back into my old life. And I ended up taking quite a bit of time off. I stopped the podcast really for the best part of a year. And do you know what? I never felt more joyful. Over these last four years, I feel like I've really connected with the joy of, of what I'm doing. Like I've always enjoyed what I do. But I found that I was doing, a lot of us are performing at being a good worker or a good business owner or a really successful person rather than actually being ourselves. And so rather than asking ourselves, okay, I know I'm going to have to like get a bit out of my comfort zone, but like, how do I want to interact with this thing? Like, you know, how visible do I want to be? Like, what type of message do I want to convey? It's like, oh, well, successful people have morning routines. Successful people post on Instagram like three times a day. I have to post these stories. I have to be in my DMs all the time. I have to do this live. But that's not, that's not an authentic you know, conscious, loving choice to go and do that because you're going to burn out. There are times when, of course, we're going to have busy periods and, you know, but if all the time we're always doing stuff because we're keeping up with the Joneses, right? We end up in this more hate-hate, not love-hate relationship with Instagram. I love it, Nat. People, because of what I do, I help people with their social media. I help people find their... (sighs) comfort with putting themselves out there I suppose Mm. but very very often what they're looking for from me is a way a way of doing it can you please tell me the script I will follow it I will get success thank you very much and the difficult the difficult answer always is is there you know is that what you say about finding your way that is actually going to be the best way and that's going to bring you your best kind of success yeah like listen listen to the podcasts and the blogs and take the course but but the thing is and I see this across everything you know when people come to me same thing what they'd love is for me to give them a relationship in a box or for me to go here's the blueprint do this do this do this do this do this and you'll end up here and believe me I've had I've definitely particularly when it comes to work I've definitely had that same thing of oh my god somebody just tell me what to do right the thing is you have to, yeah, have a go at this stuff. And at the same time, you have to listen for what's authentic to you in the sense of 
there's a lot of the formula, the way it's like, oh, write this copy. You know, there's, you know, is it, isn't it product launch formula that says fear, gain, logic, you know, you have the sequence of emails. That's not me. Some people can do that stuff, but actually what you want to do is get the underlying principles of what it is that you are trying to do. And then it's like, you have to put your personal stamp on it. Like if you've got to send an email telling people, for instance, that your course is open or you've got to post something on Instagram that's telling them about your new products, whatever. Yes, do that because that's an important part of growing your business. And if you don't talk about this stuff, next thing you know, you're crying into your pillow going, oh my God, like nobody's buying my stuff. Why doesn't anybody like my stuff? I've listened, I've had my moments. Well, of course, nobody flipping knows about it because you don't bloody well post about it. Like he didn't tell anybody. If you think like one mentioned, and, I, and I'm telling you the same things that I've said to myself, if you think that one cursory mention on Instagram stories or posting one thing on Instagram or tagging it in on the end of the email newsletter, that that's going to have like them going like gangbusters, it is not like you have to basically talk about your stuff and post about your stuff more than you are comfortable. That doesn't mean that you have to exhaust yourself. It doesn't mean you have to bust up your boundaries, but it does mean, hey, do you know what? Some of that resistance you feel around like posting, that's like your fear trying to protect you. Like it thinks that you're in this mortal danger. No, you just have to post something on Instagram. It really isn't that big. And the thing is, is that you don't get to reach at your at, the, the, at your goals and, and, and to connect with your audience if you don't post on there. If, if you don't send the email newsletter, if you don't post the blog or record the podcast or whatever it is, like sometimes we want the results <laughs> without necessarily... Without yeah. doing the work. Yeah. Oh man, you know, that's that's a common condition. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, can you can I just like, can I just like go around the side of the hard work yeah. and the awkward and, stuff and get to the end? Uh, and I, I would, for, for, for putting yourself out there with social media, and I say this as somebody, I've definitely had like visibility issues. It's so easy to compare yourself to others and be like, oh, well, I've got to post this. And what if I don't get likes on this? And oh, they post it and all their grid is all aesthetic and organized, whatever. And it's like, that's just fear. And a bit of shame, actually, you know, in that. And I've had to really sort of dig into myself and say, actually, you know what? Take a step, any step, however imperfect it might be, and take it again and again and do it for long enough that you have some data. Please, like, don't yes, do yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Please don't do <laughs> that thing. To. Like, And I say this, the same advice I give for social media is the same as what I give for boundaries. If you think that you can set a boundary once and then you're done for all time, or that everybody's going to be like, oh my God, like, thank you so much for setting this boundary. I just had no idea, right? And then like, you just never have to say anything again. Good flipping luck with that. And with social media, if you think that you're just going to post once and then it's like, oh, well, everything will just come together with this one post. And then it, like you don't get the immediate results that you want from that. So it's like, oh, well, I won't bother again. Listen, post for a good stretch of time so that you have the data. Don't base it all off one or two or a few posts. Post for a while. Pay attention, see what's, see what's working and then tweak and refine as you go. And that's how you find your way. Like you're not going to find your way immediately. The best example I have of this is I've now done 224 or started 224, 225 podcast episodes. And when I first started the podcast, it had five segments. 
right? Because, you know, I my husband had suggested doing this podcast and I hadn't listened really to many and I checked out a couple. It's like, okay, segments, right? Here, I've got five. I've enjoyed making every single episode of the podcast, but guess what? It took making 80 episodes to discover that I wanted to talk about just one thing in the episode. And I did not get to the point of discovering that without making the previous 80 episodes. And granted, I stumbled into that because my father had passed away and I just did not have the energy to talk about five different things and produce five different segments. But I was like, oh, I'll just talk about one thing. And then I did it again. And so again, it's that experimentation, giving yourself the freedom to experiment and not have to get an A++++ every single time you do something. And like put it out there when it's imperfect, like B minus work can do a hell of a lot of stuff, makes you shudder inside at the thought of it. But I tell you, if you're waiting for stuff to be perfect before it can happen, or if you're thinking you're going to know exactly what it's going to be like at the outset, you're never going to do anything or you'll, you'll give up before things have really, you know, taken root. And like this year, the next thing I experimented with is doing podcasts at like uh, trying to aim to be around 30 minutes. That's, that's, but it's taken making 200 or so podcasts to come around that. And it's been great doing that experimentation and collecting the data and listening to yourself. Well, do you know what? Like I'm booking onto your social media course. I'm buying your social media book. I mean, you just like that. You've just (laughs) totally put me out of a job. You're absolutely, I just, I couldn't agree more with everything you say. Tell us a little bit before we go about something that sounds super interesting to me, your Reclaim Your Work Boundaries course. So we've reclaimed all our Instagram boundaries. How do we now like start to reclaim our work boundaries? What's this about and who's it for well you know it's for it's not just for employees it's really for you know freelancers and business owners as well really if you are somebody who says yes when maybe you needed to or should have said no if you say yes without considering the impact of doing so so the consequences and the meaning if you grapple with anxiety overwhelm frustration resentment uh you know exhaustion Uh, feeling guilty and yeah sometimes maybe experiencing burnout or other stress-related illness you may not have actually realized that the solution to all of these is boundaries they're all symptoms of lost boundaries somewhere along the way and so I've created Reclaim Your Work Boundaries because we've always needed work boundaries, but by gosh, after a year of the pandemic we most definitely do And, and it's really about Rather than waiting until you're in a crisis, you know, exhaustion, having a meltdown, when you're steaming over with resentment or you're trapped in a in a bad situation, it's how to recognize stuff at a much earlier point so that you can take care of you. And also, like, how can you, like, design your workday or how you're working in a way that actually supports your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual well-being, rather than constantly sort of going against yourself through the way that you're working. Okay, I'm off to set more boundaries. You should too. It's a big and never-ending project. I'm in my mid-40s and I've only just realised that boundaries are a thing. Also, like Natalie, I'm a proud B-minus student. It's at the heart of what just bloody posting it is, getting things done to move yourself forward. A little bit bravely, because maybe you're not sure if it's going to work or it could be better. Just do it. 
Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about Bite Size, a snack of a listen. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss any. But if you want more, click the link in the show notes to hear the full length episode. And I'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.